It didn't take long in the giant warship's grasp for Walt to be transported to the dark side of Titan and Evangeline a Faust compound. Laria, like Walt, has hidden places and she keeps her moon glass blades close to the heat of her skin. She is shoved face to face with Marcus Darius. He takes away her decoy blaster without a fight. Where is that shameful excuse for a royal? Janice Overlink. Where are all the frickin' books? Where is the library? I barely got out of here with my own life, let alone anyone else's. Evangeline dismisses Darius with a wave of her hand and Laria watches him begrudgingly leave. The preening royal paces around Laria, taking in her burned and torn clothing with self-satisfied smile. Did you know the ancients once regarded Saturn as the god of time? You went through an awful lot of trouble to bring me here for a sermon. The god of time and liberation, often through a gruesome rebirth. Look, lady, can we just get to the point of this fairy tale? Because I've got places to go. Quiet! You and your fellow pirates seem to forget that you are counted among Saturn's children. That is an honor to be consumed for his glory. This is how the world survives. What happens when Saturn does not feed on his children? Well, I suppose he'd starve. Exactly. Systems survive because of sacrifice. Sure, princess. The thing is, I'm reluctant to believe in any god that sends one child to die while the other stays rich and fed. The gods do not care what you believe, Eularia Longfellow. You are a sacrifice, an insignificant, abandoned orphan. Worthless. There is an undercurrent to Evangeline's tone. It belies the words she speaks. Whatever her plan, Laria needs to keep her talking long enough for Link to do the one job he has. With any luck, she'll be able to use the pompous monologuing to pick the locks of her restraints with her blade. Let's skip to the part where you enlighten me. Why the fur come here? I wanted the conduit. The what do it? Don't play dumb, Longfellow. It doesn't suit you. Lady, I don't know what you want from me. The map you sent Link after wasn't T. Elliot's ship. We never had it. I know you have her. But the map is rather inconsequential now. In fact, I am certain that we can dispatch of her as soon as she's found. Even with over a thousand firefights, hand-to-hand combat with all manner of armed and dangerous ruffians, this puffed-up debutante scares the Hades out of Laria most. Dispatched? It'd be awful difficult for her to lead you to the conduit if she's dead. Oh, so now you know some things. Did you also know that it was Rhea's father who discovered the first portal? A woman came through it. In a strange craft, piloted alone, save the unborn child in her womb, and a ratty old bag of books. Laria's heart stills. The blade quiets against her bonds. She swallows the dry fear in her throat swallows the truth that she has known all along. I'm not a conduit. I am an insignificant, abandoned orphan pirate and a fair one, if I do say so myself. Fate works in mysterious and cyclical ways, you Laria Longfellow. 
Well, that was very shady mystic of you, but I don't believe in fate or destiny. I believe in free will. I don't know what kind of hallucinogenic they hand out here in Titan, but I think you should monitor your intake. You will show me the portal. I'm not showing you shit. The tension in the room breaks with the opening of the lock and the split second before Evangeline recognizes what has happened. Laria lands a fist into her jaw and knocks her back three steps. Evangeline draws a blade from the fold of her cloak and rushes Laria, but the opulent robes hinder her movement and Laria sidesteps, landing a blow to the back of her head and knocking her unconscious. Laria tosses Evangeline's knife across the room and searches for her robes from a controlled dock hidden in the folds. She takes it out and uses Evangeline's limp hand to open the codes from the compound. Laria slips out the side doorway as she searches through the files of compound schematics. She needs to get to Walt, figuring out the coordinates for the portal and pray that whatever God is in charge of this gore shit show, they'll show her and the rest of Saturn's children some damn mercy. Janice Overlink had been in a few scrapes in his time that he wasn't sure he'd survive. But Laria had always been there by his side, staying his courage in the epicenter of chaos. So, to be here, surrounded by royal guards, blaster drawn and painfully outnumbered, he felt like his luck had finally run out. He'd already planted the night gas charges in Lady A. Faust's compound, but now time was ticking and the snake-like captain of the guard was wasting it, making slow circles around him. Lord Janice Overlink, pleasure to see you back in the fold. I heard you did not survive the burning of the library. And how, pray tell, do I continue to survive, Darius? Simply throw down your weapon and come peacefully. I'd hate to harm a royal. You'd be executed by the council if you did. Well, you aren't exactly the prodigal son, Janice. Where's Lady of Faust? What have you done with my captain? That is privileged information. And you, well, you've given away your privilege when you signed on with that unsanctioned ring rat. Look, I held up my end of the bargain. I brought the girl to you. I'm just here to collect my pay and move on. If that is all, then put down your weapon. You put down yours. How about you both stop swinging your dicks and everybody drop their weapons? Laria's voice cuts through the tense room and half the guards turn on her, leaving Link to only fight four. Laria takes down two before they can even fire their blasters and uses their bodies as shields on her path to slice through the other's throats. Link swivels back around after dispatching his stare to see Diaries and Laria pacing around one another. Knives out. Get to the ship, Link. Warm it up and I'll be along shortly. Why don't you just let me shoot him? <laughs> Honor among thieves. I'm the only honorable thief here. Come on, you jacktooth inbred. Let's see how well the Academy trains for hand-to-hand -hand combat. Yularia, stop! The voice she hadn't expected causes fear to clutch her insides. She turns to see Finn running towards them. The blaster in his hand seems awkward and out of place. The momentary distraction is enough for Diaries to see the fear in her eyes and the advantage. He lets his one blade fly, not into Laria's heart, 
butt fins. Time stands knife edge still. The universe halts its perpetual spin and a fire ignites inside of Laria that burns through her fingertips and sends the blade of her knife in a tight and merciless arc through Dieri's throat before he can even reach for his blaster. The visceral fury drives her to slash repeatedly. Still, she isn't satisfied by the hot blood that covers her. Dieri's death won't ever be enough. Laria, stop! Laria falls to Finn's side, the knife set deep in his chest. Here, I can get it. No, don't pull it out! Get up to the ship now! The domino series of explosions start from far away and the thundering of feet echo in halls and floors above them. With Finn propped up, Laria and Link hobble to the flight deck and use Evangeline's dock to activate the doors. Where's Rhea? She's supposed to be getting walls warmed up. As they approach Walt, the compound shakes and bends to the night gas charges. Blaster fire rain above their heads and they weave in zigzags until they reach Walt's whole door and dive inside. Laria feels the impact of the lucky shot through her shoulder as she pulls Finn to safety. Link, get us out of here. Me? You want me to fly Walt? Just go, you frickin' idiot. Rhea meets Laria in the hall as Walt takes flight. She helps lift Finn from the ground. Is this all his blood? Is it yours? Get him to the med bay. Laria wills her body to move. Finn's hand grabs on her shoulder with a strength she's not expecting. And when she turns her head, he is staring at her. You're wounded. For a match set, Finn O'Toole. They stumble into the med bay and he falls across the bed, still holding on to her. Link catapults them into space before the compound's outer doors can close and trap them in the fiery destruction. The cool blue light of cloaking falls across the ship and its windows, bathing Finn's face in a ghostly glow. His hand on Laria's shoulder is cold and heavy. Derry's knife sits, still hilt deep in Finn's chest, and pulses in slowing waves as his heart eases. They're they're safe and sound. We're not there yet, Bookie. You gotta hang on, okay? She smooths away the curls from his forehead, leaving a streak of Dieri's blood. Any minute now, the royals will be sending out their armed ships, and escape will be impossible. The portal. Just shut up and rest. You already know where it is. I imagine your mother has shown you before. Where she came through the first time. What are you talking about? You are... are the hand that holds the knife. She came here to bring you. She came here so you could take us back through so you could save them, Saturn's children. I don't want that. I never asked for this. She is the new law. She is nature. No, just stay still. She scrambles for the last dose of medicine. 
shaking, she brings the injector down to his thigh, but his long, quick fingers intercept it. There is beauty. There is still a chance. Stories to tell, and you will fill libraries, I hope. I hope you tell stories about me someday. Finn smiles and injects the medicine into Laria's arm. You idiot! Why did you... No more pain. Not for me, Laria. There's peace. You are right. There is peace in here. With you. Look at the light inside you. Our light. She'll open the door. No, just don't go. Do whatever you want. Just don't go. Finn stares past Laria's eyes to a truth she does not yet know until his soul fades and his hand falls to the bed. Burned away and extinguished like so many pages, Laria sobs, brings his hands to her face and breaks across his body. The world is a dark and hopeless place. Walt rocks with a direct hit from their entry into the rings, and it shakes her from the black hole of Finn's death. Anger floods into the empty space. Anger at the loss of Finn. Of me. Anger at Evangeline A. Faust and all the royals who, for too long, have enslaved us, who fed us to Saturn to assuage their greed. She sits upright and the pain eases with the medicine. She bends down in the sway and dips of Link's second-rate flying and kisses Finn's quiet lips. Let's go home. Laria straps his body down and covers him with her coat. Grief will have to wait. She rushes to take the bridge. Who got the message? Who can we get to the portal in time? How's Finn? Link looks at her as she buckles in. While dodging another volley of rock and silt, Laria doesn't answer, and he knows the truth from the tear-streaked blood on her cheeks. She shakes her head and makes adjustments to keep Walt from being bludgeoned. Cap, I'm sorry, I... Let's not make it in vain. Laria takes control of Walt. The calm lights up with multiple signals. Three large gas riggers join them and four more pirating vessels in their wake. Link adjusts his headset to catch the lines of communication. Looks like everyone who got the call rallied. This is gonna be a frickin' suicide mission. Laria's heartbeat feels thick in her chest. Finn's hands are on her cheeks and she battles with his assurance of hope and beauty given the odds stacked heavily against them. Rhea, prophetic voice beside Laria, is my heart and my hope. Let your soul stand cool and composed before a million universes, you Laria Longfellow. Laria is silent, eyes moist, and the starscape blurs in front of her. I said these words to her once when she was little. A map of Saturn's moons spread out before us tiny hand in mine as I drew her finger across a muted dot. 
Where are we going exactly? Did you find out where the portal is? Laria. Janus. Yes. Eularia. No, idiot. We're going to the other side of Saturn. To Janus. Janus? But Cap. Janus is little more than a rock. It's not even a moon. It's a gateway. Did you know? Janus was the true god of time. New beginnings, transitions. Yeah, sounds about right. Set the course and tell everybody who's ready to leave and get their asses on their coordinates. When stories were told and retold about the great exodus of Saturn's children, details were increasingly elaborated. Great armies of royals persuaded them in a death-defying chase through the cosmos. The portal became a great white split in the universe, opening like the gates of heaven to welcome Captain Eularia Longfellow and her motley crew into the orbit of New Earth. The fold snapped closed in the space of an angel's breath and caused the royal fleet to crash into the small satellite of Janus with a grand series of explosions. Harrowing escapes from death, weary travelers, the resilience of a people given a new lease on life were the start of New Earth's fantastical tales. But the real story, often told in the shade of an apple tree on a grassy knoll to a little girl with wild, curly hair and long fingers in the lap of her mother, would go something like this. Your father loved us so much that he saved my life so we can come back home. When Walt got to Janus, there was nothing but a shimmer across its horizon, barely a wave in space. Sort of like when you see water far off and it ripples. Like a mirage? Yeah, that's it. And I was tired and sad, but Link and Rhea and all of our family and friends didn't have any choices left. So I took a leap of faith and I flew, straight as an arrow, into that shimmering space. Then what happened, Mama? There was this light bright from the sun as we crossed. Then Walt and the ships behind us swung into the orbit of Earth like we had been hurled from a giant slingshot and caught in a net at the last second. Then Link threw up all over my ship. Poor Walt. <laughs> Poor Walt? What about me? Link's voice on the other side of the tree laughs on the breeze. He opens one eye from his nap in the grass. Laria smiles over her shoulder at him. Rhea runs past them, pulling at the string of her third self-made kite. The wind picks it up and pulls it into the air above the small hill, beckoning it to dance in the blue sky. And then? And when we got here, and I saw this big, beautiful planet, clear skies and blue oceans and green trees and huge mountains and... I knew. I was finally really home. And then? What do you mean? And then? Is there more? Laria looks down at the five-year-old, now making a chain of daisies. Fiona smiles up at her, a spark of fin O'Toole in her hazel eyes. There's always more, Mama. There's always another story to tell. I suppose you're right, Star Sprite. Laria kisses Fiona's curls before leaning back against the tree. Link reaches around the trunk, one finger shorter than the rest, and takes Laria's hand in his.
We hope you've enjoyed Saturn Rising, starring the vocal talents of Lily Bautista as Eularia Longfellow, Farouk Qureshi as Janice Link Averlink, Sarah Marquise as Rhea, Andrea Drach as narrator, Annie Yao as Fiona, Madison Card as Evangeline A. Faust, Jesse Lee Pacheco as Captain Darius, Mani Brahman as Finn O'Toole. Story adapted and written by Sarah Reichardt. Produced by Rick Lug and Nagano Press Studios. If you enjoyed this show, you can find more like it at our website, naganopress.com. <laughs>